0: you're listening to the up in your business podcast episode zero three four on this show we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs being our own worst critic and the steps for being your most effective self
1: if, it, if you can hold somebody's gaze for just a little little bit make them forget about the messy parts of life you know that's a that's a pretty darn good feeling Welcome to the Up In Your Business podcast, building you to do business better. This show is about intention, transparency, and insights from business professionals sharing their personal business. Discover what they've learned the hard way so you don't have to. Empowering a new breed of self-aware leadership. Here's your host, Angus Nelson.
0: Hello, welcome to the Up In Your Business podcast, building you to do business better. I'm your host, Angus Nelson, and if this is your first time visiting, it is so great to have you join us here. Uh, Back in episode 25, we did something different. I shared a coaching call with Sean Matthews, and it was really powerful Uh, For a number of listeners, uh, many of whom reached out to me with instant messages and tweets and emails. And while I don't uh, record every coaching call I make, when someone is open enough uh, to be this candid, well, amazing things uh, can happen. And I think it's really powerful Uh, when we hear someone else's story we often find our own story in theirs and it's an amazingly powerful and human way for learning so today uh, we're going to do it again i'm uh, coaching an internationally award-winning and published fine art photographer and his work encompasses grand landscapes Uh, with emotional impact, and he has amazing environmental wildlife portraits. His life has been surrounded by the beauty of Alaska, and so his work is often really breathtaking. And I've I've known um, our guest uh, for a number of years, um, so I feel really uh, privileged and honored to be able to have this opportunity. Um, At the same time, our guest has never really given himself permission to fully embrace the business side of his artistry and as such um, he feels as if he's never really fully committed to being all that he can so on this call he and I are uncovering the limiting beliefs and we talk about uh, the power of meditation and getting over our own self-doubt or comparing ourselves to others and all of these different concepts in addition I offer some practical guidance in how to put momentum on your side uh, for both personal growth and transformation. So I think many of us have felt the same struggles in our own stories. Um, so therefore, I, I think you're really going to relate on some level or another uh, with this conversation. And as such, I think you're really going to enjoy this show. So today, we're talking to David Ryan Taylor of David uh, davidryantaylor.com and so let's jump into this coaching call right now well hi there dave taylor how are you doing today
1: i am great angus good to see you again it's been what, too long it has
0: been a while what's been uh the most amazing picture you've taken thus far
1: um i i gotta go with the standard uh answer the, the next one i haven't taken i haven't taken the best one yet so it's always in the Always in the future, hopefully.
0: It, I think that's the quest is that there's always something better. I think there's a metaphor there in life is that we always seem to think that there's always greener pastures and something bigger, <laughs> better and more, um, which is great yeah. because I think that kind of leads us into our conversation today. And I want to just kind of unpack kind of what you sh- shared with me in your little note. Why don't you share with me, you know, kind of the how that's all kind of unfolded for you?
1: Sure. Um, yeah. I, well, we first met, at, I think it was at Rockwater, uh, mm-hmm. believe it or not, way back when. And um, I, at the time, I had just taken a, a photography course by uh, one of our mutual friends' fathers, uh, Gary Borger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember that name? I do. And uh, he really, he got me hooked. He was um, such a enthusiastic and passionate uh, teacher and uh, talented guy talented family for that matter and um so he really got my got my my coal started i guess you'd say and then i had the opportunity to go to scotland to photograph a wedding for a friend and um i was really pumped because i've always wanted to go to edinburgh and it was the wedding was in a church uh an old medieval church in edinburgh in the old city and um i had this great basically a free pass to scotland Mm-hmm. And then I found out my parents were going to Alaska the same time frame. And I started questioning myself did I want to photograph another wedding, which I didn't really enjoy mm-hmm. weddings a whole lot, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, um, on somebody else's dime in a, in a beautiful location, or did I want to invest in myself? And I chose to invest in myself. And I took that, that kind of crazy trip up to Alaska. I was up here for 18 days, and uh, it, I think it rained 16 of the 18 of the days. I, I somehow I still got hooked on it. I just I fell in love with the place, and uh, the next year I moved to Alaska to see if I could pursue that uh, that next level of my photography.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So and I've been here for uh, about 10 years this year. So.
0: Uh-huh. And but, yeah. dur- during that time, I mean, you you were building your own business, mm-hmm. and um, you shared a little bit about how that went. Do you want to kind of share that? Sure. A little bit more in depth.
1: Yeah, I'm, I am the classic entrepreneur that really doesn't know the first thing about the business aspect of things. I'm, I'm good at the creative side. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm great at, uh, chipping time away to get myself out in the field to shoot that kind of stuff. But I've always had a hard time with the actual run the business side of things. Um, and I've always been divided. My time's always been divided because I, I have a full-time job still. And so I I started out by offering photo tours after I, after I'd been here for a couple of years, uh, small group photo tours throughout Alaska. Uh, everybody else was um, that was just the, the thing was just starting to catch on, and I already kind of caught up now on the on the early run. So it was good. I, I had a first. I had the first go at it for a couple of years. I had it almost all to myself and did pretty well with that. But it, one thing I didn't mention to you, uh, in my, in our little emails there was that it, it also became, it turned itself into babysitting for adults.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh, so I lost the allure. I lost it. It became a chore and I, I lost the, the drive to, to continue that. And I did that for about five or six years, I guess, but I, I, I always wanted to get back to focusing more on my own photography. And, uh, I, I really did enjoy helping people. Um, that was a great, great Avenue, but I think I just didn't, a lot of times I didn't, um, I didn't get the right clients. Hmm. Um, that was my issue as, uh, as the, the developer of the business. I just didn't know how to target the right people. I didn't know how to filter out, um, the people that would do well in that kind of situation. Cause our Our tours were fairly remote access stuff, um, a little bit on the wild side and they were used to staying at, a lot of these people are used to staying at five star luxury lodges and resorts. Mm And this was the, uh, nearly the complete opposite of that.
0: (laughs) So, so what you really needed was to have some kind of a glamper package. I think is what they call it. The glam camper glam. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and because I, you did some more like higher profile or higher caliber of costs, right? Yeah,
1: we were. I was targeting uh, my tours at the higher end of the market. A lot of people were doing, uh, not all inclusive. Ours were all inclusive, so that the that that drove our prices higher, and it also targeted the higher end clients. But the higher-end clients also wanted something different than what the tours had to offer, um, logistics wise. So, and then you- it, it was a it was a good hurdle. Though.
0: And then you added to your costs by mm-hmm. buying a professional production uh, printer, right?
1: Exactly, and we, we we got away from the the tours, and I started focusing more on my own photography and on my own creativity after I after I let the tours mm-hmm. let the tours go, and uh, we went about that the wrong way. I, I borrowed money from uh, my boss, who was a uh, a supporter of the work, but um uh, one thing I would not recommend to people is borrowing money from friends or from employers in this case right uh, because it's it's become one of those anchors around my neck for the past you know four four years we've owned this printer now. Um, yeah. but that's that's a different uh, different path. but yeah we we invest in the printer and the, the, the printer itself was a great investment because it it got me back into the creative side of things and creating our own prints again for um, our collectors which is what I wanted to get back into to begin mm-hmm. with.
0: And then now you're deciding to leave Alaska and mm-hmm. head back to uh, the good heartland of America, to the good old yeah. Midwest. Are you going back to Wisconsin or Minnesota, or where are you going?
1: Uh, initially, we are looking at going... Well, we, initially, we are going to back to Wisconsin, Uh both my wife and my, my family still in the central Wisconsin area. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's been a long time. My wife is extremely close to her family. Um, I've always been close to my family, but I've always, as an only child, I think I was, um, more set up to be self-sufficient and, uh, learn to, uh, keep myself entertained. Um, but it took marrying somebody who was so close to their family for me to become that much closer to my family and see what I would, what I'd been missing.
2: Hmm. So
1: it's, as much as I'll miss the mountains and the whales and the bears and the, the wildlife up here and the glaciers, um, I'm really looking forward to being back closer to our families. It's gonna, it's it's gonna be a good thing. So,
0: hmm. so now you're gonna be coming back to Wisconsin. I assume you you sitting here you're selling the printer. Have you sold it yet, or you're just in the process?
1: Uh, we are in the early stages of selling it. We still have some print orders to finish up. Um, and uh, yeah, so but it, we're We're looking at trying to sell it before we leave here, so we have to deal with that mess Mm -hmm. from 3,000 miles away.
0: And so now you're going to go back to Wisconsin. You're going to continue to do photography, or you've got another plan?
1: Well, this is the difficulty, I guess. This is is what's been plaguing me of the past, uh, well, 10 years since I've been in Alaska. I moved up here for the right reasons that I wanted to push my photography um, in order to do so, though I moved up here with a job already – Already, I was already signed up for a job. I, I moved up here with a job in hand, which was, which was great. I, I went to work for a, for an eye clinic, which is what I've been doing for the past uh, 16 years now as ophthalmology technician. And um, so I had the security of a job to fall back on. Mm-hmm. And um, I think probably as as most creative people are aware, if you really want to do something that's creative and you want to follow your passion, it's It's very easy to say that it's simple to pursue that, but it's also very easy to fall back on things that are easier for you. Even if you don't love that job, when you've got secure benefits, you've got a secure, uh, you know, every two weeks you get a paycheck that comes in. Um, And I've been falling back on that for the past 10 years, and it's eating my soul alive. Mm. Um, So the move back to Wisconsin is going to be great, but I've got another job arranged back going going back to my roots. Mm-hmm. Uh my the first eye clinic I worked at, which was a very good experience. I love the people there. Um I know that I will do well at that job, but mm-hmm. I'm very concerned that it's going to be that thing that just it's a security thing. I'm a fall back on that. And I'm very concerned that I'm gonna choose the easy path, you know, and and I've gotta find a way to unlazify myself. Unlazyfy. <laughs> Yes, folks. That'll be the new uh, the new version of Webster's Dictionary.
0: So, why do you say that it's lazy to keep one job while you do your creative other?
1: Um, well, I would say that in a perfect world, it, 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 it's not lazy. It's a it's a safe choice. It's it's a it's a smart choice because you can you can transition between um, a secure position. Uh-huh. Um, while you're still making building a business and transition to a uh, to your entrepreneurial job, in my case, a fine art photography studio. And um, but in my case, <laughs> at least as past has shown, um, the lazy part is that I just I settle. Mm. I'm like the direct was it the direct TV or the the dish? Um, um, they've got the, the new commercial out there. We're settlers. We settle. It's what we do. And, you know, <laughs> the friends are all, the neighborhood's all loving life and they're, they're with cable and they, they've got all this right. fancy stuff. And the settlers are, you know, they're building straw hats to, to yeah. keep the rain off their heads and, yeah. you know, sowing fields in their in their front yard in the suburbs. So <laughs> right now I'm a settler, I guess. <laughs> and I don't want to do that anymore.
0: So, uh, so okay. Um, all right. So, You've told me that you have your passion, you have your, your craft, um, your artistry, which is, mind you, is absolutely amazing. You're an amazing photographer. Um, I, I I hear you say you're a terrible business person. So the first thing, red flag that goes, okay, so you have this entrepreneurial passion and you've worked so hard to create the artistry. What steps are you taking to build the business or the application of that
1: artistry? Mm -hmm. Uh, that's a, that's a good question. Um, about two years ago, I, uh, contacted, um, somebody that I, that I knew on Facebook, just, um, he had been following my work for a while. Oddly enough, his name is David Taylor. Um, uh, and he lives in, he lives in Anchorage. He lives 40 minutes away from me and he's a, he's a marketing and a branding expert. Mm -hmm. So I I shot him an email and said, Hey, What exactly do you do, and would you ever consider, you know, let me buy you, buy a uh, breakfast or lunch just to sit down, just to see if, if what you do could possibly benefit what I do. Mm -hmm. And so we we went at meeting. He became my, my marketing manager basically. Um, So that was my first step in trying to, to learn the business side, and I I learned a lot um, because that's what forged at the time, um, within a week of meeting him, actually, we, we had a gallery starting up in downtown Anchorage, which was a, a great boost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I learned a lot of things, uh, in that respect. Um, but what am I doing now? I, that's, that's the part that I'm, I've been reading a lot of books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I went back and I read, I listened to your, your podcast with, uh, was it Sean Matthews? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which mm-hmm. was excellent. That's, that was, um, I've listened to that one three or four times now. Um, it's like listening to myself, um, mm-hmm. just a more intellectual version of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but so, yeah, I, I, I listen to podcasts. I read books. I try to educate myself. Um, but I don't it, – it's like I'm not making any headway. Um, so uh, my first thought was I need to find somebody who's who can handle the business side for me. But I also know from from personal experience that nobody nobody will work for you as hard as you work for yourself. Mm. And it's I think it's important that I learn at least the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's important that I learn to develop and, and market my own work and find out how to position myself in front of the right uh, clientele. Because mm-hmm. um, judging by my my friends, my, my peers work. Um, I know some some guitar's that are doing quite well at this mm-hmm. uh, and i have and I' basically have you know I've scraped by yeah. um, I'm, I'm fortunate that I had the I've had the outlook for the past several years that that I've told myself that success is already had I've already I've already I'm already successful because I'm able to pursue my passion I'm able to create with a camera which is yeah. I, I really I really can't I can't look down on myself because I've I've seen so many things in the past ten years
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, here in Alaska that 99% of the world will never see their entire life. Yeah. Um, so I have to feel very very fortunate for what I've what I've seen and what I've accomplished. But on the other hand, uh, if I don't find a way of putting that material in front of somebody,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it's all for naught basically.
0: I want to get up in your business for a little bit. Is that cool?
1: Yes. Yes, please do.
0: So I know your background. You're a mm-hmm. soldier. You're in the military, uh, mm-hmm. an army, if I remember correctly.
1: That's correct, yeah.
0: And uh, in the military, you are trained to follow some protocol. And uh, at first, it's whether you like it or not. And then once you get the discipline of that training, then the application of it becomes almost secondary. It's It's mm-hmm. like... You don't even think about it, right? True, yeah so I wanna kind of position your mind around the, your future in that same context. How can you discipline yourself in the the steps you need to take to get to where you want to go?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: In your own words, you've become comfortable and you've settled the settlers um because you could always have something to fall back upon, right? Right. So some would say um, you should quit your job right now and go chase your dream. And to which I would say you're a fool. <laughs> I mean, for some people, yeah, great. If you're young and single and, you know, you don't have a whole lot to lose, um hey, that's great. That's fantastic. Right. Um but you have a marriage you want to sustain, um mm. you have a lifestyle that um, you know, you want to sustain. So now it's a matter of saying, can I discipline myself to do what I need to do um, Mm -hmm. to learn this business side? My mom, I don't know if you know this, but my mom went to art school many, many years ago. And she's a pretty talented artist. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it hasn't now been until the later years of her life that she's really kind of activated that more and started painting and and we were talking one day, and she was talking about back in school, she said some of the most amazing artists starred for the rest of their lives.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And she said it was funny because the mediocre people that were in her class some way, somehow, turned it into a business, and they lived their lives doing their craft, doing their artistry. And so there's a balance between you know becoming the finesse of your artistry And learning how to finesse or, you know, at least marginally get by with business and marketing savvy. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: What I remember about you is whatever you do is like 122%. And your artistry is an expression of you in the deepest core of your being. And Mm -hmm. as such, I'm assuming there's um, A, a bit of control. B, perfectionism, <laughs> right? <laughs> and C, bit, yeah. and C, you can get so wrapped up in the detail that you forget about other aspects of either life or relationship or living.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you're that wrapped up in your craft, everything else becomes an annoyance. And so the discipline from your military background is can you change your thinking to a commanding rule of thought that you can kind of reverse engineer yourself and then bypass your own self criticism to accept good enough versus perfect.
1: Yeah, that's, it's a good point. The, well, the, what's the quote? The, uh, uh, perfection is the enemy of good enough or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. J- just ship. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I mean, I just, I just gave a talk on this, this weekend. And, you know, part of what we fail to recognize is just starting something is just half the battle. Um, yeah. You've already done that. And now it's about taking this secondary piece that have st- been your bane of your existence the thorn in your side mm-hmm. and honing that part now here's something really beautiful and i don't know if you've thought about this or if this was part of your um your plan but you're moving to an area of the country where you can still have a relatively decent cost of living
3: mm-hmm.
0: and if you live um where your means your uh, you know the nut to crack is is really achievable Mm -hmm. You can spend your time or money um, actually putting into learning this side of it, the business side of it. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Um, Like you said, you listen to podcasts. There are tons of podcasts that will teach you how to do marketing in a way that you can grasp or connect to your market, your fan base. And use those email addresses to connect with them, and tell stories with them, and you know maintain interaction with them, and at some point in time, hopefully, turn them from just a fan into a customer. Mm-hmm. What I also know about you, when I read that you had bought a, a format printer, is I was like, huh. So he got into creating the craft, not just in the photo but also the presentation of the photo right
1: exactly, exactly yeah
0: so that sucked in more of your time it mm-hmm. sucked in more of your um resources and you know for lack of better terms it also sucked in more of your your just your passion because you yeah. couldn't do the stuff you really wanted to do
1: yes that's and
0: true sounds like lesson learned right
1: yeah definitely uh we're we're already moving forward. Um, we've made the choice to outsource our printing uh, to a professional lab. It's nice They kind of handle everything. They just pass the files off to them, and they take care of it. They ship it to me. I get the quality quality control, check it, sign it, and then get it out the door to mm-hmm. the uh, to the collector. So that's mm-hmm. that's a good step forward. Yeah,
0: that's a brilliant step forward. So for you, what are the limiting beliefs keeping you from actually fulfilling? what you want to fulfill.
1: You mean my self-criticisms? Yeah. Um well, I think that as as you kind of pointed out there, um the the I'm a perfectionist and I I have spent far too much time on Facebook comparing myself to other uh creatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, photographers of course, specifically, and seeing how how at least According to their stories, how well they are doing. You know, you, it's hard to believe uh, whatever you read on Facebook nowadays. But of course, but I, um, I've I've taken steps towards that. I actually I have not. I have I've quit my personal Facebook account. Um, I, it's still there just so I can message my friends, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. in private. But um, I still have my business Facebook page because that that does pay dividends. Um, but I haven't checked facebook feed about two months now two and a half three months now um and i've also uh a a friend uh suggested that i try meditation Mm. so i i tried starting to meditate starting uh about three months ago now it must have been self-help quarter for david taylor um because i i quit (laughs) facebook I, i started doing a daily journal um i've been writing a lot more doing a thousand words a day um, I meditate now. Um, so, uh, the next, the next part is... of
0: the next part of that cliche is you started training for a tough mutter or something or Spartan race.
1: Uh, I'm not your brother. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, I, I'm an artist. I'm not crazy. Not, not completely. Anyways. <laughs> Go on. Um, uh... so I, I'm, I think I'm rambling off the of topic here a little bit, but I'm, I'm, what well, I guess I'm trying to going back to the discipline. I'm I'm actually honing that discipline a little bit, and trying to make myself create something, even if it's just words on paper or uh, I write in, in Evernote a lot, you know. Um, but I've been setting myself a routine because I've, I've found that I do much better on a schedule. I do much better if I create a schedule, create and set a routine and stick with that. Mm-hmm. And I believe that transitioning more into running a business versus just the creative side. I think that's going to benefit me a lot. So my my plan right now, um, once we finish updating the website, is I'm going to be setting up a what I, what I what I feel I need to do. Maybe you can give me some guidance on this. Is I need to make a basic bullet point list about all the tasks that a that the business side will need to accomplish, uh, whether it's a daily, a weekly, a monthly, quarterly, or yearly task, and then I need to schedule that. And then I need to just stick to that schedule like my drill sergeant's over my shoulder yelling at me, basically. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking that with that kind of regimen, um, it will help propel me forward as long as I can put the right points in the schedule. You know, not filling it up with, with, with meaningless busy work, but actual stuff that the good thing accomplished, you know.
0: Right. Um, as, as an entrepreneur, um, good luck with all of that. Um, There are some people who are wired like that, and I think you're probably more wired like that than I am for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want to go to even deeper than that. Um, So, you know, there's a difference between strategy and there's a difference between tactic, right? Um, And so what you just described are tactics, okay? Um, Mm -hmm. The strategy we know is, you know, building a business, um but then beyond that is something more heart related mm-hmm. and that's kind of where i'm going with the limiting beliefs and you kind of hinted at it without actually giving it words okay you compare yourself with other artists and if that's created trouble for you that you so much so that you had to stop your facebook perusal or Instagram or Pinterest, or you know, fill in the blank,
1: I stopped all of them,
0: yeah, right, <laughs> um, and so what that tells me is there's something nagging in your back of your head that says, I'm not good enough yet
1: yeah no i i, I would I would admit to that, I think that um and I think that's a lot of it's well okay you're going to say 100% of it's bs i i know i know where you're going with this you can't fool me <laughs> um but i know that it's it's self created self doubt it's it's um it's a result of me probably um uh doing a poor job in the past at trying to get the business to work and then expecting to fail and then actually you know just typically it does fail because I I didn't expect it to work anyways. So I didn't really apply myself. So I didn't really, I didn't push it as hard as I could have. And uh, so I think I've (laughs) talked about falling back on a safety net. I'm expected to fail in the future now. So I'm trying to wrap my head around is How do I, how do I rewire my brain to teach myself, train myself to expect to succeed? And I don't know. Maybe it's a ginger in me, you know, yeah. being picked on all my life as a ginger. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: a redhead, uh, for those redhead, that don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: we do have souls. For those of you that are asking that question, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think it's. I think it's just a, a long, a long seated self doubt that I've I've probably dealt with poorly over my mm-hmm. over my. My adult career.
0: <laughs> you know, one of the things I would love for you to do is to go and dig up some of the pictures you took 15 years ago,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and hold those up against some of the pictures you've taken over this last year.
1: There's a marked difference. Yeah, I, I actually I have, you know, I've I've got them all cataloged, and I, I do frequently go back and say I've improved quite a bit, but the heart's still the same. You know, that the passion hasn't changed.
0: So our mindset is that we create a path and that path, um, is almost like, um, it follows a network or a highway and that highway will always connect to a memory, uh, an emotion, a feeling of sorts, right? So when the end of that is sensitive, whether you're being picked on because you're a redhead or if it's because you never thought your, your photographs were great or if you feel that your business was a failure. What happens mm-hmm. is that's like a bruise. And the moment that anything kind of hints or touches or lightly even you know goes over those bruises,
3: mm-hmm.
0: those neurons fire in your brain through kind of like water, through the path of least resistance, which is the highway of the track that you've laid. Mm -hmm. And it will echo the exact same validating emotion feeling that you've always felt. Sure. And the only way to do kind of the internal work to get by that is you have to start building new tracks, and whether it be through meditation, you know, it's something interesting. Meditation for most people is an emptying out of themselves. It's a quietening of the soul and it's very powerful mm-hmm. and very... I'm I'm a big fan. But I also believe in a different kind of meditation as well, which is the opposite, which is one of filling oneself up. And mm-hmm. for some, that word would be affirmation, which sounds really foo-foo and, and poofy and flowery kumbaya. But I'm a wholehearted believer that for me... Um, in order for me to kind of change my mindset through my transformation and those that I talk to, it's oftentimes letting go of one thing so that you can grasp onto something new. So, you know, you have to open your hand and let go of the stuff that you knew. And that's the hard part because what you knew is comfortable. We have our own chaos and we're comfortable with our own chaos because we know what to expect. It's home. Yeah. My chaos is my home and it's warm and fuzzy, even though it may suck and it's painful and, and it self-defeating and may smell bad, right? Um, <laughs> but for whatever reason, the change or the thought that if I were to do something different seems altogether just the most farthest fetched thing because there in that new place, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not, I don't feel safe in this new environment. And so that's why many of us stay in the same cycles over and over and over again. Because at least you know what to expect. Because you know what to expect. Yeah. And as such, when our heart is in that place, we attract the same kinds of experiences that further validate how we feel about ourselves. Hmm. And it's very subconscious and we'll do it through relationships. We'll do it through opportunities or lack of opportunities. We'll do it through self-sabotage of opportunities and, um, you know, things that could have gone great. But for whatever reason, we just created an environment where we, you know, pissed somebody off. We lost our temper or we did something that just broke things down. Sure. That's the depth that I want to have you kind of connect to. Because what I feel is you have every skill set in you to crush this. And I don't mean it from the aspect of like, you're going to get out there and hustle. You're going to be amazing. This is going to be fantastic. Like it's going to happen overnight. But mm-hmm. rather, I believe that if you just do the work of this internal stuff, the other part will effortlessly and naturally come about.
1: Kind of fall into a place. So, how do you do that? That's the 1000000 not a question, right?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, we spend a lot of time going through some of those limiting beliefs. Um, mm-hmm. We practice, uh, for me, the things that I advise, my advisory is, is along the lines of filling yourself up. So, you're already on the track. You're listening to podcasts or you're reading books, right? Mm-hmm. Well, your brain's like a computer. And what you put in is built into data reels. And those data reels store information that creates output. So if you think about it like this, it's what you hear about, what you take in, what you read, what you listen. What you hear about, you think about. What you think about, you will eventually talk about. And what you talk about, you will bring about. So when I get around people, I listen for their words. Because their words tell me their heart. If they're negative, if they're critical, if they're full of um, self-doubt, if they're sarcastic, I always know there's something beyond the veil. When someone talks a big talk, I always know there's insecurity. I know there's fear. I know there's anger. I know there's these other underlying elements that are being put under a facade. Right. Because of that whole line of what we are creating around ourselves. And so you can see yourself from the place of um, your mindset. And do I come from a place of being a victim? Am I a victim of the world around me? Or am I at interplay with the world? Do I have control to, as one cliche says, you're either the thermostat or the thermometer.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Right, You either respond to the world around you and now you're just the thermometer and you see yourself as just a victim and whatever the world plays against you, then that's just your lot in life. Mm -hmm. That's my default. Or you see yourself as a thermostat and you become highly intentional and you create an environment around you. Not from a controlling aspect, from a way that inspires people around you, that inspires opportunity around you, that inspires an element and way of life around you. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And you know my story. You know, I went through a lot of junk before I finally, like, started to connect the dots. Um, My hope is that people don't have to go through all that ridiculousness before (laughs) they arrive there, right? Um, But here's what I love. Like there's something about when we get it in our late thirties, early forties that I feel like many of us kind of actually find our stride and we want something deeper and something more real. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of what you're looking for too. Yeah. We're not talking about just a photography business. We're talking about fulfillment. Yes. We're talking about satisfaction.
1: Mm
3: -hmm.
0: We're talking about, an inertia of joy and happiness and confidence and humanity. Like those are the things that we have to rewire and be very intentional to take in the right information. So finding stuff, and I know that it, again, it sounds foo-foo, but when you find, you know, um, for lack of better terms, a teacher, Mm -hmm. your guru, your somebody, that speaks your language that you just hear it and you resonate and you're drawn to it like a moth to a flame those are words of life words that empower words that equip like that's where we start like you start taking in the right information right and it can be um a coach it can be um a a faith-based leader it can be a motivational guru it can be your swami it, you know it can be you know fill in the blank right Sure. So that's one part. The second part is now you have to change your attitude to a place of um, watching for when you misstep those paths and being super gut-level honest with yourself or having a third party hold you accountable to mm-hmm. this growth process, right? Sure. So now we take care of... um you know, your, your mindset, we take care of a little bit of accountability. Now we dive into something a little bit deeper, which would be, you know, who am I really, you know, what's my nature? So my nature can be, um, like in our day in life, like you shake someone's hand say, Hey David, what do you do? We're at a cocktail party and you're going to say, well, I'm a photographer. Fantastic. But is that your nature? No, it's just one expression of who you are. Yeah. And can you go deeper behind your performance, behind your expression, to find the real you? Hmm. That's where we get to this element of satisfaction and fulfillment. Mm -hmm. So instead, David, what do you love? David... What wakes you up in the morning? Mm -hmm. David, what makes you feel alive? Like those things become your nature. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: What makes you feel fulfilled? And then beyond that comes to a place of humility where you finally see the world as something bigger than you. Most of us operate out of our own selfish, narcissistic ridiculousness. (laughs) But if we follow kind of this path and get to that place of humility, we finally find liberation because Mm -hmm. now I have nothing to gain and nothing to prove. And when I get around other people, I make them feel safe. Mm -hmm. I, I never want to be in a place where I make people feel competitive with me. Right. You know, um, that's, that's an amazing place because you come from a place of, um, of tangibility people feel like it can connect to you they can connect to your humanity they connect to you you know and some of the cliche words you're authentic you're genuine you know all that and so from there all of a sudden you can see um more clearly about how you affect the people around you so you start to observe
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it's almost like you're in third person you could be talking with your wife you could be talking with someone else in the middle of sentence you say uh That was a total embellishment. I totally lied to you. That's not exactly how it happened. Or (laughs) I totally lost my temper. I just yelled at you. I made you feel small. I'm a total douchebag. I am so sorry. I should not have done Mm -hmm. that. I don't know what I was thinking. Like you self-edit yourself Mm
3: -hmm.
0: because of this observation element. And from observation, you see opportunities where your gifts, your talents, and your skills can do good in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. And built on that, you'll dare to do the thing you dream of. Okay. And that is where you've built this whole almost like Maslow's pyramid on the base of things that are really um, liberating, really internal, and really um, necessary for you to feel fulfilled. And happy um, to feel like you matter. And here's the interesting thing. When you approach life from this perspective, it's amazing. Like out of the woodwork, people come from nowhere and everywhere to Mm -hmm. support you, to encourage you, and to walk with you. I have heard that before, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. If, if you come from it from narcissism or from need or from lack, that's something else. This is a place of generosity,
2: mm-hmm.
0: not a place of lack. So generosity says, yeah, that guy's work over there, that's brilliant. That, that woman over there, her work, amazing, wow. Mm-hmm. But you don't feel jealous because their work is not your work. And the work that you do, David, is one in seven billion.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Nobody does what you do, David nobody does it like you
1: basically you can only tell your own story and your story is unique and individual to yourself
0: mm-hmm. that's satisfying
1: mm-hmm.
0: so what do you think about that
1: I've got some work to do <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all, right? Right? <laughs> and you never really
0: arrive. What happens is you just, you gain momentum and right. and awareness, right? And I think that's the epitome of self-awareness, the cliche that people are always throwing around. What is self-awareness? I love that people are saying self-aware, be self-aware, but very few people are saying what is being self-aware, you know? And I think I just spelled it out in some form or fashion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the, one of the books that I read and I can't think of the name of it right now, it, it was, it's about self-awareness. Um, so it's ironic that you are you're bringing this up now, but they're talking about, we all, we have these thoughts that pass through our brain every single day. And that we have chosen our entire lives to make those thoughts. What are, what define us? Mm-hmm. And, uh, the book basically says that thoughts don't define you. It's, it's, how you react to your own thoughts and how, how you, um, I don't know that I can even, uh, you, you did a much better job explaining (laughs) than I did, but, um, it's the fact that the real person is us witnessing those thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then once we do that, once we recognize the thoughts that we're having, we can start to control those thoughts and we can start to weed out the negative aspect Mm -hmm. of those thoughts and pay more attention to gratitude and empathy and, um, those kind of, yeah, good feelings. So,
0: so you're already tapping into some of this stuff, mm-hmm. and I think you're positioning yourself um, by making this move. Um, it is as if psychologically, you give yourself a fresh start, right? And you get to reinvent,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and you get to do it different. You get to do it smarter. You get to do it better. And so in your transition, I would encourage you to see it that way. Mm -hmm. It's changing the rhythms, changing the habits to support this filter and this filter alone. Is what I'm thinking or feeling right now coming from a place of lack or generosity? Mm -hmm. Because if I'm afraid, if I'm jealous... If I'm um, in any way feeling, you know, skittish, it's coming from a place of lack. Mm -hmm. But if I can celebrate other people, if I can not worry that someone might have a quote-unquote better idea than I, then I come from a place of generosity. Because in generosity, Mm -hmm. if someone else comes up with one idea, it's okay. I'll come up with another.
1: Right. There's plenty of pie to go around. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. (laughs) plenty of pie to go around that should be the name of this that's gonna be the name of this this podcast or it's gonna be plenty of pie to go around
1: you know i like my pie so (laughs) (laughs) um
0: so mull on that what does that look like for you
1: you mean how do i apply that
0: yeah Hmm.
1: Well, I, I think that um, through some of the, the 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 books that I've been reading, um, I, I read uh, I read uh, Big Magic by uh, I got I think I gotta think of her name right now. She wrote uh, Eat, Pray, Love.
0: Mm-hmm. And, Elizabeth uh, Gilbert. If you
1: have not read yeah Elizabeth Gilbert, if you have not read uh, Big Magic. Yeah. you, you got to. It. It's a brilliant, brilliant book. Yeah, and um, and I've read a couple other books along that same line too, and they're 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 echoing exactly what you're saying. And and I have kind of, I believe I've kind of moved towards more in that uh, there's there is enough for everybody to go around. There's enough, uh, you know, you can think of it as being an an endless kettle that you can pull out of, or you can think of there's always being just not enough to be to be to go around, and only certain people will be successful, only certain people can be happy. Hmm. Um, but but I've, I've started making that switch and it's, I know that it's not going to be an overnight switch. Um, but I can tell that the benefits have started showing up because, uh, I, I do feel more positive in my life now because I, I've started to adopt the idea that, that, um, like you're saying, uh, it doesn't need to be a competitive world. And so much of, uh, it's it's funny if you if you go on to the, the photography um, you know the the, the photography forums or, or the groups on Facebook and everybody's saying you know how do you how can you possibly make it as a photographer in this day and age everybody owns a camera right you know there's so much of this dwelling on competition and so much uh, dwelling on the market being oversaturated um, but if you can like you're saying if you can shift your mindset to to believing that that the the competition really doesn't matter because there's there's seven billion people on this planet mm-hmm. like you said there's somebody's going to need to see your story somebody's going to need to see my story mm-hmm. and somebody's going to bond with that story hopefully um i i uh i was i i had shut my website down um so that i could update the website and the, the pricing because we're shifting our pricing because it's of course outsourcing is more expensive than doing it in-house but um i believed i had shut my website down and then uh yesterday i got an order for eight prints um out of nowhere um just kind of a surprise and uh seven of those prints came from one person and they're the they're repeat customer and i've got i've got some of the best collectors hmm. they sent nicest no, notes that they out of the blue I'll get an email saying um my wife and I were just ha- just had friends over for dinner and we were all everybody it just got quiet and they all they looked up for their food and they looked up and everybody was staring at the print that was on the wall next to the dining room table and that's for me that was you know that's why I do this that's the, yeah if somebody else if it if you can hold somebody's gaze Mm -hmm. for just a little little bit make them forget about the messy parts of life you know that's a that's a pretty darn good feeling
0: yeah and if that's your why david you can do amazing things i don't know if you realize this but you changed your words while you were talking Mm -hmm. and you said something about everybody has a story or whatever and then you said Mm -hmm. and then it's my story I want you really to sink into that, Mm -hmm. to tell my story, because what you just shared, like getting people to escape for just a moment, like that's pretty powerful, man.
3: Yeah,
1: I don't think I looked at it that way before.
0: (laughs) And that's what you do. I mean, that's a very accurate description of your photography. Mm Mm-hmm you have an eye for it you have um you know what you do in post and how you you know express and how you set all your whatever those pf chang thing things i don't know what this is called <laughs> filter not what is it f stops f stops that's what i was f stops yep. f stops what i say i think i said a P. restaurant Jones. i said a restaurant
1: yeah. This episode brought to you by PF Jones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely, um, wouldn't that be great? So, here's here's you know where we can kind of leave it um, tonight. Um, is you need to spend time meditating on just that, your why, mm-hmm. and remembering that your why and what you do and those little notes you get from people at some point in time, you have to let those be icing on the cake and not the, um, the rationale for continuing. In other words, you become so satisfied and fulfilled in just doing the craft itself that if you get Mm -hmm. compliments and you get awards or reward, um, Mm -hmm. that becomes, you know, the icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in podcasting, I'll, I'll just give you a little metaphor. Um, why people mo- podcast, I you know, it's kind of like when blogging was really big and people were like, oh, you can make money blogging. I can blog from all the world. And that became a very few, very few people, you know, in a large swath of people who started blogging. And now podcasting is like the big thing. And so people are making money. Dude, I haven't made a dime doing podcasting. Like I haven't made a dime. You know why I do what I do? For the same reason you do it, you do. Yeah. It's something in Love me.
1: Yeah, that
0: I want to make a difference and I want to give people a different perspective. I want to open yeah. up people's eyes to just take a moment away from their day to see things a little bit differently. And so yeah. I use that just as a kind of example for you that that part of it will eventually lead you to other things. And that's what I'm believing even for myself. Like, just focus on just being you and doing you mm-hmm. and watch and see what happens.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: The marketing part of it, you're going to do it because your why is going to propel you beyond your excuses.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Your why will be the momentum that pushes you past the things you thought were the self sabotaging thought processes.
3: Mm hmm.
1: It's interesting, I, not to get uh, too far off the, the topic Jen and I were talking. We've got other we've got other dreams uh that we'd love to do together for uh for a future business. Um it's not related at all to photography either. Mm-hmm. And um she says, But would you be happy not being a professional photographer? And I and I, I answered very, very quickly and I did it didn't even dawn on me until probably five seconds ago, I said, I could care less about being a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to take photographs because yeah. that's what, um, when I'm out in the field, uh, witnessing things, mm-hmm. just incredible things. That's what sets me on fire. And, and like you said, the, the accolades, the, 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 not, the notes from, from, um, happy collectors, that is the icing on the cake, but they, I, I think I decided a long time ago that the cake was good enough just mm-hmm. just the making of it and um i think i've I've realized that um that yeah if I can be a a full time photographer that that would be the icing right there um but i don't i don't I don't feel that need or i don't feel that I don't feel anymore that i ha- that I would be a failure. If in 40 years, I did not look back in my career and say, somebody asked me, you know, at a at a, at a, at a restaurant, you know, what do you do? I said, well, I, I, mean, I mean, I do catering, you know, whatever. whatever it <laughs> right, <is>. right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I don't feel that if I said um, I always wanted to be a professional photographer and I did, I didn't say that. I don't I could not I could not call myself a failure because I've been a photographer my entire life. Before I picked up my first camera, because that's just who I am.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you, uh, you're a motivational uh, genius. You're you're the uh, the person that pulls the good things out of people. You know, you're, you you um, identify strengths and and uh, help people through their issues. That you're not a podcaster. Mm-hmm. You were doing this before you before podcasts were invented.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: it doesn't identify you. You're you're the help guy you're the guy that helps people see more clearly hopefully that's Mm -hmm. at least that's how i look at you um so you know again off track a little bit but i guess that's that's my feeling about myself is that i've always been a photographer i'll always be a photographer if i'm if i'm a professional photographer that's icing you know Mm -hmm. but at least i get to create some pretty cool things sometimes
0: yeah so that's what i'm going to be checking in on you next time okay is um When you say that you want to build a business, Mm -hmm. then it means you've turned the corner to turning the hobby or the the passion into the profession. Mm -hmm. You need to settle if that's the drive or if that's the continuance Mm -hmm. of just your expression. Because once you make that decision, all the vacillating all the frustration will disappear. Either take the pressure off and just enjoy your day job and do photography on the side and develop really cool things for collectors just Mm -hmm. as a side, you know, your little side hustle or get to the point where you want to lean in and do everything it takes to learn this other aspect of the business side. Mm -hmm. I think that's where you've been all this time. as you've been vacillating yeah. between the two.
1: Yeah. In five minutes, I'll have a different answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the weather in Wisconsin. You know, if you don't like it, just wait five minutes. And... It'll be
0: different. Absolutely, man. I yeah. appreciate you and um, and really thank you for the opportunity to spend some time with you and just to kind of hash some of this stuff out.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time.
0: My pleasure. Man, I I really want to thank David Ryan Taylor for his openness and his transparency. Um, you're really going to want to jump over to his website and uh, check out all of his amazing fine art photography. Again, that's davidryantaylor.com. And, you know, dealing with our own stuff is never easy. And I think that's why few people ever really do it. It's, you know, whether it's, you know, our fear or the pain of change or the comfort of our own chaos. It seems that we are the ones usually holding ourselves back from growth. And yet, when we take the time and invest the energy and the emotion really powerful things can happen. And that's my hope for you, that you will finally take action. And if you want to know a bit of an update here, since the recording of the show, our friend David Ryan Taylor has enrolled in Oxford School of Business course on iTunes U. That's right. He is taking action to become the business that he knows he's supposed to become. How awesome is that? Man, if you're looking for links to uh, the book that David mentioned, um, Elizabeth Gilbert's book... If you want a link to David's website, you can find all of these in the show notes. You can simply go to AngusNelson.com forward slash zero three four. That's the episode number. And if you've enjoyed the show, please share the show with your friends or colleagues. Post it up on social media. Help get the word out and shout it from the mountaintops. Also, if you haven't done so already, love it if you would visit iTunes and place a review. And I'd also love for you to join our private Facebook group. You can simply type up in your business in your Facebook search bar and find the private group. Request entrance. I'll make sure you get in there. And uh, if you want to uh, tell me some more about your experience today, perhaps you liked it or you have questions or really made your own personal observation, please connect with me. You can send me an email to hello at angusnelson.com. Again, that's hello at angusnelson.com. I'd love to hear from you. And finally, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening. It's always a pleasure to have you take the time to invest in yourself and, pre- and spend your precious time uh, with this great, great community. I know you've got lots of other uh, options to do uh, your time with, so I'm extremely grateful for getting this opportunity to be with you. So may you live intentionally, love extravagantly, and lead with self-awareness. This has been Angus Nelson building you up to do business better. Be amazing.
1: Thanks for listening to the Up In Your Business podcast with Angus Nelson. Find more at upinyourbusiness.com. Remember, that's dot co.com.